We resume our considerations in the book of Proverbs. We are going to look at a theme, a subject, which is very richly mined the subjects in this book of wisdom. Proverbs chapter 29. Verse 25 reads, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. And notice how our trust in the Lord is found. Not by seeking the ruler's favor, which is natural to the coward, But our judgment, we have to remember, cometh from the Lord. A judgment day mentality. A judge mentality in a believer is what will cause us to be courageous and not cowardly. And then, you see the boldness even extended an unjust man is abomination to the just, but he that is upright in the way is abomination to the wicked. So we're not intimidated by the unjust, but we are emboldened to stand against the wickedness of the world. And so our simple thought this afternoon is cowardice or courage, courageous or cowardly, they are not mutually Inclusive, They are mutually exclusive. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. A very similar text is found in chapter 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Are we characterized by, by being... Are we symbolized by the lion... Or are we symbolized by an animal that is very sheepish and very fearful, like the deer in that case? But I trust that you and I are lion-like believers. Do we want to be lion-like believers? The word fear, the fear of man means trembling. It was used of the people of God that trembled at Mount Sinai when the mountain shook. It was used in Judges about those who trembled at the thought of war. And you remember that they said, you who are afraid, go home. It's used of those in a positive sense that trembled at God's Word. Isaiah 66, verse 2. Isaac trembled when he realized he was deceived by Jacob. And God warns those that are at ease, Isaiah 32.11, to tremble because they're going to be visited by judgment. But this fear of man is a sin. We have to look at cowardice as unbelief. It's either faith in God or faith fear of man do we do, do we tremble before God or do we tremble before man and I would dare to say that 
every believer faces this dilemma, this battle between fear and faith. Even the bold Apostle Paul said that when he came to Corinth, he came with fear and trembling. There may be a positive import to that, but because of of their sins and their their, uh, track record, he of, of, of their respective persons that he was very concerned that his ministry would not be accepted among the saints. Now, the Bible is primarily written to believers as we are the object of God's Word. It's an insult to God if we fear man above Him. Cowardice magnifies the flesh. Isaiah 2.22 says, Wherein is man to be accounted of? Cease ye from man whose breath is in his nostrils. Why would you fear someone who has to take a breath of fresh air, of air every so often, to the God who has no body, who needs no air, who needs no water, a God who does not age, he's the ancient of days, who does not die, who does not abdicate his throne. But yet, the Bible has a, a long list of believers who have succumbed to the fear of man. Let us never think that it's beyond us. And also, let us not be devastated if this sin plagues us because it has plagued, uh, it has plagued sinners saved by grace for a long time. And you know, the wonderful thing is that Jesus never once feared the face of man. He never once sinned. Therefore, He never once committed the sin of cowardice. Remember how courageous He was to stand against the religious rulers? They had all the education in the world. And He had to be educated. They came from the greatest schools. And Jesus, as it were, was homeschooled. And we see that he faced them courageously, didn't he? But remember Adam acquiesced to Eve. He was right nearby when she took the fruit and she gave it to him and he should have stood his ground and said, No, Eve, I will not sin against God. Abraham and Isaac told lies and almost allowed their wives to be, uh, to be violated almost allowed their wives to commit adultery because of their fear of man. They wanted to save their own skin. And they were willing to give up their wives to be um, adulterated. Moses would, would not circumcise his, his youngest son. God almost killed him in the end on the way to Egypt. Aaron succumbed to the fear of the people when he, when he made that golden calf. The ten spies succumbed to the fear of man when they brought back an evil report. David, how often did he succumb to the fear of his own sons and not punishing them and disciplining them for their sin. King Saul, when he usurped the priesthood and offered a sacrifice because he was afraid of the people. Peter, at the fire, denied his Lord, you remember. And also before the Jewish leaders, 
he separated from the Gentiles because he was afraid of the reaction of his fellow Jewish people. Barnabas even was carried away with the hypocrisy and the disciples that fled Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. On and on it goes. Men who have who have who have turned from facing man to face away from the Lord and not be bold for His sake. There was a, giant, a Chinese leader who was a great example to Christians who were persecuted in that land. And when he was arrested and faced torture in many years in jail, he succumbed to the fear of man. But after he spent, uh, after he was out, they heard him walking very uh, busily in the streets. I am Peter. I am Peter. I am Peter. But the Lord gave him strength and courage to once again stand for him. And he was arrested and tortured. And what an example he set to the Chinese Christians. We succumb to cowardice when we take our eyes off the Lord. When we forget His Word. When we focus upon man. And this is a very timely thought today. You and I need courage to stand for the Lord and to do right. We need courage to witness the people that we realize like we heard this morning are very close to the precipice and to fall into hell. People need a bold witness for the Lord. They need us not to be intimidated by what they wear and what they own and what they eat and what where they work and what uh, and how much money they make. You and I need to see them as souls that we're going to live either in God's heaven or God's hell. We need to remember that there are people that breathe air that have to breathe in and breathe out. Even when they blaspheme God, they have to breathe in and breathe out the air that God gives them. The Bible says that cowardice is sin. It's the fear of man. And God is offended. God is insulted when we are intimidated by men and we lack respect and fear and reverence for the Lord. Remember what we considered earlier. The fear of the Lord is the chief part of wisdom. By the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. Apply that. How do we avoid cowardice? How do we avoid the fear of man? By the fear of the Lord. We need to replace the fear of man with the fear of the Lord. And, and, and the Bible says, be in the fear of the Lord all day long. Proverbs 23, 17. Keep the Lord ever before. The Lord is ever before me. I will, I will keep the Lord ever before me because He is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. What did David say? What time I am afraid, I will trust in the Lord. Earlier he said that he was afraid. But then when he said, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Because he feared the Lord. 
He replaced the fear of man with the fear of the Lord. The fear of man will bring a snare, we're told. We're given an illustration. The fear of man sets a snare. It literally brings low. It lowers. It seizes us. It paralyzes. It captures. It victimizes us. We become silent when we should speak. We speak when we should become silent. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that by the fear of man we take bribes. That's a way in which we show the fear of man by judging the consequences of man's actions more terrifying than the consequences of God's actions. We fear what man and do unto us rather than we fear the, the uh, grieving of the Spirit, the quenching of the Spirit, and the chastening of our Father's hand. The fear of man ensnares us. We magnify man and we minimize God. It's a faithless sin. We need to remember Isaiah 41.10. This was a, this was a, tr- a verse. This was Scripture that has helped me from the very beginning of my Christian life. Isaiah 41.10 If you remember that, Isaiah 41.10 Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. He doesn't just say, Fear thou not. He gives us reason. I'm with you. Think about it. The God of the universe is with us. The God who towers over the earth. Heaven is His throne and earth is His footstool. He's with us. Be not dismayed. He's not only with us, He's our God. He's not just beside us, but He's beside us as our covenant God, as our heavenly Father. Let us be careful lest we are ensnared by the fear of man. This is a sin the devil tempts us with often by being intimidated at him and being intimidated by his demons, being intimidated by his minions that are flesh and bone. The Bible says it's a snare. Scripture says that having false gods is a snare. Michael was was to be used as a snare in order to uh, capture David and lead him into sin and to cause him to die. Saul used his own daughter for bait. Wanted to give a deceitful wife so that David might be brought to ruin. The illustration is being caught in a net to be trapped. In Proverbs, the sin of our lips ensnares. The sin of wickedness ensnares us, but the just shall come out of trouble. Chapter 13 and verse 14, death ensnares us. That is, uh, death ensnares the lost because death is, is a butler into hell. But the law of the wise is a fountain of life and Death, therefore, is no snare to the believer. We aren't, we're not afraid of death 
It won't ensnare us. It will be a butler into heaven. And friendship with an angry man in Proverbs 22 is said to be a snare to our souls. It's because we'll become like them. An angry character is a killer to the soul. It's a killer to others. So let us beware that the Lord tells us that the fear of man, cowardice, is a snare. Would you walk into a snare on purpose? Would you walk into a, a trap on purpose? See the trap laid before us. The fear of man that brings a snare like a trap. But, see the antithetic parallelism? Here's the cure to cowardice. But, he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be saved. The cure to cowardice is courage. Courage is an evidence of faith. Faith is the opposite of fear. And it is the fear of man. Courage and cowardice cannot coexist. It's either we fear man or we fear God. You cannot go in opposite directions simultaneously. Who is the object of our trust? That's the key. Who are we trusting? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Faith in God evidences in courage, in obedience, in love, in joy, in peace. Confidence, it says, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be saved. The word confidence is the word bold as a lion in chapter 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no man pursues. They're, they're living with a spirit of of guilt and intimidation. But the righteous are confident as a lion. You ever see a lion afraid? I've never seen video or pictures of of a lion that's afraid. A lion is characterized by boldness. Oh, he might be afraid of an elephant that's chasing him. But very rarely do you see a lion that is afraid. And so should it be. Very rarely should we see a Christian that's afraid of man. But like I said, the, 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 the strongest of believers have succumbed to this sin. Peter, David, Abraham, strong believers have succumbed. Let's never think that it cannot happen to us. Guilt certainly removed by trusting in the Lord. We don't have to flee. Even if someone is pursuing us, there's no need to fear if our hearts are clear. We can stand against the devil and stand against our adversaries and intimidating people. Psalm 112, our heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord, that is, when danger comes. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. It's used of fenced cities that provide security. God is a strong tower. He that runneth into it is safe. We can face no matter who it is or whatever situation it may be if we know the Lord is near. And the Lord is dear and the Lord is with us. We've got to keep the presence of the Lord 
ever sensing, ever before us. And the Bible says if we're trusting in the Lord, we'll be safe. We won't be ensnared. The word safe means we'll be set on high. Like being safe in the tower of God's name, Proverbs 18.10. It's used of the Lord being exalted in Isaiah 2.11. It's used of a high wall of pride in Proverbs 18.11. But this isn't the high wall of pride. It's not a false courage. It's not how often people have confidence in money, confidence in, in health, confidence in position. But all those can fall to the wayside in a moment. But the Lord is ever before us. He will never, He will never be defeated. It's not a high wall of pride we're trusting in. It's the high tower of faith in God. Oh, that we would see keeping the Lord ever before us, trusting in Him, being able to face people, knowing the Lord is with us, if we're praying that God would lead us step by step in His will, no matter what we face, we can remember the Lord is with us. We can stand before someone and say, how may I help you? We can stand before someone and say, are you trusting in the Lord and not be afraid what their reaction may, may be? I need your prayers. I'm looking in the mirror as I preach this afternoon. We'll be safe. I don't want to be ensnared. What a sad picture that is when you see an animal ensnared in a trap and a person is caught by the law and is in handcuffs. The fear of man handcuffs us. We need to be freed of the fear of the Lord. We're freed. We don't have to kowtow to men. We magnify the Lord minimize man. Remember what Isaiah said. Wherein is he to be accounted of? His breath is in his nostrils. He's going to die like the beasts of the earth. He's dust that will return to the dust. The Lord is ever with us. The God who is spirit. God who is infinite, eternal, unchangeable. In His being, wisdom, justice, power, holiness, goodness, and truth. This is the God that we're trusting in. We rightly assize man as finite and limited and mortal. We rightly assize the Lord as infinite, immortal, invisible, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing. But daily we will face off. Daily fear and faith face off. Every day we deal with this battle. Someone said that the fear knots in the Bible are, are 300, appear 365 times. You do the math. You do the comparison. If the fear knots in the Bible register to 365, that's what? One per day. The Lord knows we face this every day. What is the key? Confession of our sins. Prayer for courage. I have set the Lord always before me. Because He is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Envy thou not sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. 
cease ye from man whose breath is in his nostrils for wherein is he to be accounted of Jeremiah was told now therefore arise and speak unto them all that I command thee be not dismayed at their faces lest I literally dismay you before them the Lord was saying Jeremiah trust in me or I'll cause you to crumble before man Jeremiah rise up I'm with you Isaiah said all the nations of the world are as grasshoppers to God why would we be afraid of a grasshopper the lofty looks of man shall be humbled in that day what is it every day we face off are we going to have fear of man or faith in God Are we going to have cowardice today or courage? And this needs to be a prayer all day long because we never know who we're going to meet, what situation we're going to meet. Lord, give me faith. Show me Your glory. Give me courage. Don't let me insult You, O God, by being intimidated by men. The fear of man bringeth a snare. He that trusteth in the Lord shall be set on high, shall be saved. Lord, please bless this brief word to our hearts today. We need Thee, Lord, to strengthen us in the inner man, to enlarge our hearts, to have more faith, to be ready for every situation, to see people with a heart of love, with the realization that they're mere mortals. And Lord, to know that we're bearing the word of the living God. Please, don't let us die cowards. Make us courageous, lion-like believers. We pray for Jesus' sake. Amen.